0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Time's Up Outdoors podcast. This one's going to be about my moose hunt. I know some of you have been waiting to hear the story. Some of you don't really give a crap. But that's what we're going to do on this episode. We're going to tell the whole story. Uh, and we're, we're also going to tell it in video format as well on Carbon TV. But this is, this is the podcast version, obviously. Uh, as usual, this podcast is brought to you by Tethered tethered is our number one sponsor tetherednation.com you can check out all their products they sell everything you would need to get into saddle hunting if you're not already into it if you are into it and you're not using tethered you probably are super uncomfortable out in the woods and you just wish that you had a tethered around your waist and it's really easy you can just go to tetherednation.com and you can get yourself one we are also in partnership with lacrosse boots uh, lacrosse footwear that's a new thing um We've all been wearing lacrosse for forever I mean I've always worn lacrosse since before times up outdoors and um, I, I, if you looked at our Airbnb right now we got lacrosse boots all over it um, specifically right now I'm wearing the Ursas they're new uh, they're waterproof they're lace up and um, they're not they're not tall they're like they're short Nico, you got a pair of Ursas as well. What are they for? like? Just normal top, like not yeah, just like a four six to, inch. Four. Yeah, four they're a hiking
1: boot that doesn't have all the extra up on your ankle.
0: Right, they got the Vibram sole. They're waterproof. Uh, I wore them quite a bit, like on my way to my moose hunt on the plane. Um, you know, that's that was the only shoe I brought, other than other than my my rubbers. Uh, and then I wore them while you know loading and unloading and around camp and which is all wet. Um, and I loved them. And then today I actually wore them all day. I wore them to go find uh, Steve's doe. Uh, and then because my other boots got pretty wet with sweat, so I switched it up. And, and then I decided to just wear them out. I hiked probably two miles in them today to find the spot that I set up in um and I, I love them so far
2: they're did awesome
1: you, did you go through that oxbow with them <laughs> i think so <laughs> yeah i've done if some if uh, oxbow i really broke those in this week as well and they're great they're light they're rugged you're not going to tear them up they're waterproof and like you said you wore them on a plane like they're they're probably the most universal boot that i've worn out of that company yet you can do everything with them from hiking the mountains crossing the creeks getting on a plane yeah i in my kids football
0: game tailgating
1: yeah, they're. I mean, they're nice. They're gonna be my number one Western boot for sure. Yeah, at I least like until them and turkey. The shit. Yeah, I can't wait be to like, like, them We go to Nebraska turkey hunting. That's. Yeah. I guarantee it's all I have on my yeah. feet. All right,
0: we got the housekeeping out of the way. Let's get into this moose hunt. For those of you who care, I went moose hunting in Newfoundland, 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 Newfoundland. Newfoundland. It's pronounced uh, properly. W- what am I
2: like a you, week you, out now? Why are you just grabbing people's toes?
3: I get touchy when I drink tequila, man. You
2: sorry. got
0: that was it was the f- shoot was it two weeks ago now i can't remember
2: were you yeah no you were in i was in florida and you were in newfoundland
1: you left october like 12th or something
2: yeah
0: yeah so october 11th i came home on the 20th so me and my dad it, we did a pot i did a podcast solo a couple weeks ago a prequel to the moose hunt so if you listen to that if you haven't Go back and listen to it because the prequel, there's a lot of information that was talked about in that, including my dad having a heart attack, uh, literally like seven days before we leave. Um, so, and I talked a lot about that and where we were with that. Uh, so if you, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. But, but obviously we're two weeks out from me being there. So I'm going to try to remember all the little funny details, but
3: it's like you could do a whole podcast just on the travel.
0: Oh, my God, dude. The, so, the, we got to start, start start at the beginning, the travel. So, we're leaving on the 11th. Uh, we had, like, a midday flight. I think our flight was at, like, 4 o'clock. We were supposed to be in Newfoundland at midnight-ish, maybe a little bit before midnight. So, we had a connecting flight in Toronto. I've never flown with guns before. I've never flown anywhere to go hunting. So I read up on all the rules. I had all my paperwork filled out. I had We had our ammunition in the proper containers in our luggage. And we had our boxes locked. And the boxes were the correct size. And everything was to the T how it was supposed to be. I obsessed over it. I stressed over it. It was like, you know, for weeks leading up to it was a, a cause of anxiety for me. So I had it all, all ready to go. Good to go. So we get to the airport, me and my dad. And right off the bat, We go to the check-in area where you check your luggage. Right off the bat, first of all, nobody's there. All the other terminals, they all have people working. Nobody's there. So we're sitting there. There's a line of people. I'm sitting there. And I finally asked, because, you know, we got to the uh, the airport three hours early. So I asked the United guy next next to us. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Is anybody going to be here? Because now it's like we have an hour and a half. We've been sitting there for an hour and a half. And uh, he goes, oh, yeah, they usually show up like 30 minutes before the flight. <laughs> I'm like, what the f-? Sick. Okay. So I'm texting Amanda. I'm like, this is already, screwed. you know, whatever. So they finally show up and we're we're like first in line. So we get up there and start checking stuff out and – we pull the guns out and, you know, pull the, put the gun cases up. And you can tell that this lady does not know what's going on or what she's supposed to do. And she starts telling us stuff that doesn't make sense. Does she have an accent? No. She just... She might have. I don't was remember. She, she was not. Was she fat? I don't think she was. She sounds fat. I can't remember if she was <laughs> or not. So she says to us, um, oh, yeah, when you get to Toronto, you have to go get your luggage, all of your luggage including the guns, and recheck them in, in Toronto.
2: That makes sense because you're going from, did you fly Canada Air?
0: Air Canada from, the whole way. From
2: U.S. Yeah. to, oh, that does so sense. So they
0: said because you were coming into the U.S. To in Toronto or, or into Canada, you had to, then you had to go through Canadian customs in Toronto, sure. not at your final destination. Okay. It seems to me that it would make more sense to just send everything all the way to your final destination and you check it in there. But that's not. Well, I think
2: because you're going from the U.S. to Canada. Once you get it, you're technically yeah. just now getting it. But the,
0: the terminals aren't. Wouldn't you not want me to touch my guns again until I'm at my final destination, where then they can be checked?
3: Well, no, gotta I mean you, they got to give you time to load them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, either either way. So they're 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 can now you? telling us that we're going to be sure. with our guns and our ammunition again in the airport. Which to me, I'm like. Yeah, whip them For out. safety, Let's wouldn't you them. want me to not be anywhere near these things again until customs is going to have control over them? At my fi- Whatever. That's I not was how told
3: do by it. TSA that they they don't care. If, he said I'd prefer that you're the only one who has a key to that.
0: Yeah, they never said anything about the locks. So, anyways, we get to Toronto, we land in Toronto, and we get off the plane, and right away I find somebody, and I'm like, "Hey, we're not really sure where we're supposed to go. We were told we have we're flying with firearms. We're told we're supposed to go." To- Know to check them in at customs, we got to go to baggage, and they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah, you got to go downstairs to baggage, you got to go through customs first. And we're like, Okay, so we go down you had there. To go
2: through, they said you had to go through
0: customs before, before you so, got your bag, yeah. Like, so we go down there, there's this whole customs area, we got to go because now we're coming into Toronto, so we have to go through customs. We get to the customs desk, I tell this woman what's going on. She goes, oh, no, you're in the wrong place. You're supposed to be upstairs. And I'm like, no, they told us upstairs that we needed to come down here and talk to you. No, that's not correct. I don't know why they told you that. You need to go upstairs. I said, ma'am, the person who told us had the same uniform on that you do. She goes, hold on a second. So she calls somebody over. That person comes over. They start arguing with each other. Then a man comes over. He's talking to them, and I ask him a question, and he answers me. And she looks at him and says, don't talk to them. And me and my dad are he's like, like
1: Sorry.
0: what the fuck? So we're like, okay. So finally, the guys like, you're you're right. You're supposed to come through here. You gotta go to your baggage. Your guns will be down there. Your luggage will be down there. You have to get all of that. Take it through customs again to get back on the plane. I feel like there's a bunch of red flags that just happened. Dude, none of it. Everybody we're talking to so far looks at us with this look on their face. Like I don't know what how to answer you. So <laughs> I we also get, don't get fired. we get down to baggage. I tell my dad. I'm like, go stand by the luggage rack for our luggage and I'll go look for our guns in this like oversized, there's just like a place where the oversized things come. So I'm walking and I r- just randomly walk by this room and I look through the, like, it gives like a wide open doorway that led to this little room with like a conveyor belt. And I see the rifle case just chilling by itself. And I'm like,
2: <laughs> do uh, do other passengers and passerbyers of this airport have access to the same room?
0: No idea. I just walked in and took him. Right. Um, right. Well, that's well, what I'm that saying.
3: That's how it of is in the U.S. It goes to a just a random ass room where anybody could walk in. So I walk you're in, in and, in and I, security at that point. I walk in, so and, in and I grab house, it. You got to go back through security again
0: at that point. I grab him. I bring the gun to my dad and I'm like, "All right, stay here. I'm gonna go look for the shotguns." So I start walking down to where they're supposed to be. There's none in there. So I wait like an hour. We have three hours between flights. I'm waiting. I wait an hour. Finally, I go to the stand in line where this, like, the baggage issues are dealt with. I get up to the front of it because there's a line because there's like forty people who also have shit missing. So I get in the front of the line and the guy's like, "Hey, what's up?" I tell him, "I'm like, yeah, we're looking. We have two gun cases. There's four guns, two in each case." I said, "I found our rifles. I can't find the shotguns." He goes, "Well, where were your rifles?" I said, "They're in that room. It was like right behind him." He goes. <laughs> He turns around, looks at the room, turns around, looks back at me and goes, they were in that room? I go, yeah. He goes, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I, I, I was like, what, what? And he goes, those were not supposed to go in there. Your guns are not supposed to come through that door. Anybody could go in there and take them. And I'm like, yeah, I did. I went in and took them and no one said a word about it. He's like, dude. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to help you get to the bottom of this. It would have been way funnier if he was like,
2: he's got a gun. And then he tased this shit up. <laughs> he's like, I don't
1: know what's it's going like, on, what? but you're under arrest. So he, so he tells me
0: to go down to this room. He goes, it'll be come through there. So I go down there. Now, this is like early on. Not, I go in there. There's a security guy in there. And I, I said to him, I said, hey, buddy. I said, we're lo- I told him what we're looking for. He goes, like, cuts me off. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm like, okay. All right. So I walk away. Now, I go back to this baggage guy, and I'm like, dude, we got like 45 minutes to get on our flight. We have our rifles. Screw the shotguns. We'll figure it out later and get them back. Can we just get on our flight? And he goes, I don't think you can. Hold on. Let me check. So he gets an officer, customs officer, and he's like, tells them, he said, can they just leave him here? Absolutely not. You cannot leave this airport until you have those shotguns (laughs) that you're traveling with. We're like, what the fuck? So now, 15 minutes before our flight takes off, this guy walks down to that original room that I went in and asked if our shotguns were there. And asks the same guy...
2: The guy said, I don't know, I don't know. ...that
0: told me he doesn't know if he had seen a gray gun case. And this guy says, yeah, I put those over there and points across the, like, area uh, three hours ago. <laughs> I was so mad at this point, I just blurted out... "I." I go, you motherfucker. You fucked us. <laughs> and he goes, dude, he jumps out of his seat. He goes, what? Did
3: you get that dude's name?
0: And I start walking away, and there's a cu- little short customs agent chick, and she like grabs my arm, She's like, and I'm like, he fucked us. I'm like, I'm sorry, but he fucked. She's like, don't be sorry. He's a motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. She goes, we're going to try to get this figured out. She's like, your flight's been delayed, so you might be able to get it. Let's go. We got a lot to do. So we get all the way over there to this customs. We got to take all the guns out. She got to read the serial numbers, do all the paperwork again, because apparently you're not supposed to sign any of the paperwork until you, you have to fill it out, but don't sign it until you're sitting in front of them so that they can see you sign
2: it. Yeah, it's got to be notarized. So now
0: I got to do all the stuff again. So she's like, all right, get, get out of here. She was super cool. So we go to the desk where we got to go to the flight. Missed our flight. It's gone. So now we deal, we're dealing with these two people. And they're trying to figure out. Did you get the
3: motherfucker's name?
0: No. Oh, I wish I did. Can
3: you talk to the microphone, please? Did you get the motherfucker's name? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, these women are trying to help us. And at this point...
2: I'm sorry. What'd you do? I just hit a button. Don't it's like, worry about it. We're learning here. So,
0: d- you heard didn't heard stop it. the recording, did no. you? No. Okay. So, my dad... My, my, it's funny, because my dad's going to listen to this. He forgets, because he commented later on about how angry I was. before when, this all, when we found the shotguns and we were in that room, he started yelling at the same guy that I called the motherfucker and just starts yelling at him about how much money he's costing us and how he missed a, we missed a day of of the hunt we're gonna miss our flight for a helicopter and i just grabbed him calmly and was like hey dad they he does not give a shit about our problem so let's go so my dad must have completely wiped that out of his mind because he had (laughs) a lot of comments to say about how angry i got later on which i'm not mad at him for but he just kept saying stuff and i'm thinking about i'm like did you forget when you lost your temper (laughs) so anyways We're at the desk, and these two women are trying to help us, and I'm not having it. And they're like, the only flight we can get you on is this. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? Are
3: those the ladies from the photo?
0: Yeah, the ones that I took a photo of, and they caught me taking a photo of them. Dude, I was (laughs) so mad. I had to walk away from them because there was nothing about me that could be calm. And they're telling us, like, we're not going to get to Newfoundland, like, till the next night. And we're supposed to leave the next morning on a helicopter to go to camp and hunt that day. So they put us in a a hotel, whatever. So she does all this paperwork, and she's like, you guys are good to go in the morning. All you got to do is get on the flight. You're ready to go. It won't take long. I'm like, okay, how early should we get here? Don't even worry about it. Just get here an hour before your flight. You're good to go. You're just getting on the flight. Okay, cool. Show up with our guns because we had to take our guns. Oh, yeah, our luggage never came through. (laughs) Never came through. They told us that the luggage was going to Newfoundland. So we're like, all right, so whatever. Well, that doesn't
2: make sense because I feel like the guns and the luggage would
0: have been on the same plane. That doesn't make any sense. So Which was part of the reason why I was very angry. You sent
3: us a Snapchat of them putting your bag on the plane is what threw me off. I
0: thought that was my bag. It must not have been because it never made it on that plane. It did look just like our bags. Yeah. So the the next morning we we get to the thing and the lady is again like, okay, we got to open your guns. We got to do this paperwork. And I'm like, no. Like there's a gentleman helping us and the woman next to him is helping him. And she's like, you got to open them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like, no, no, we don't. No, we don't. I'm like, they told us last night we didn't have to do any of this. The paperwork's already in the cases because you got to put paperwork in the case. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. They, I was, and the lady goes, okay, fine. I'm done helping you and turns around and walks away. And I'm like, shit. So my dad's like, hey, dude, you got to chill out. (laughs) I'm like, fuck. So I walk away. So they process everything. Turns out I was right. They didn't have to open them up again. We already did all that. So, and the guy was, he knew that, well, but the woman didn't know. Even if you, opened know, she, up. Even if you open them up. She saying stupid shit. And I'm like, no, you're wrong.
2: Like, even if you open them up, you see paperwork that was dated from like fucking midnight the night before. Yeah. You're like, so. oh, okay. Like,
0: here we are, more people who don't know what they're doing. Like, nobody along the whole entire chain of people we met knew anything. Did you leave a Yelp review? I should. <laughs> so we now we got to take the guns across the thing to this other thing and then go through this other thing and they put them through this thing and then we got to go to this other thing and we go to this other line and the lady's like, Oh, you got to go in the line. The line's down. Like, wait, I go, no, nope, I'm not, I'm not going in that line. I, I'm like, ma'am. And she goes, okay. She didn't even hesitate. She's like, come this way. I'm like, all right, so we, we make our flight. We're going to Montreal. We get to Montreal. We got a connecting mar- Montreal to go to deer Lake. Newfoundland. We to Montreal. I'm asking everybody that I can ask to make sure that our luggage is on that plane. And everybody that I ask looks it up on the computer and tells me, Your luggage is on this plane. You will have it in Deer Lake. Thank you. Literally, as we're boarding the plane, going through like past the guy that checked your ticket, I said one more time, Can you please check? Just make sure there's four pieces of luggage. We're having nothing but trouble with travel. Please check. He checks. Yep. Sir, you're all set. Mike Hall, Scott Ziegler, I see it. You got four pieces of luggage, two each. It's on the flight. You're good to go. Cool. Perfect. Get on the plane. Get to Deer Lake, which is the size of this kitchen. We're sitting there at the carousel waiting for our luggage. Here come our guns. And the carousel stops. And our luggage has not come out. And I'm like... What I asked this guy, I go, what what does that mean when it stops? You guys gonna restart it? <laughs> and he goes he looks he literally looks at it like the one guy that works at this airport unloading baggage, he looks at it, he goes, Oh, if it stops that means that your shit's not here <laughs> Dude, I'm like you didn't laugh, though. I'm like yeah, I'm like, laugh. What the fuck? So there's like thirty people on this flight who are missing stuff. So How big I go, is this
1: flight that there's so many people missing shit.
0: It wasn't big, but it was almost everybody on the flight was missing their stuff. (laughs) So I go down. Now there's another place. I got to go stand in line. I stand in line there. I get to the front of the line and right. I'm already hot. And I started talking to her and then I stopped myself and I was going to, I wanted to apologize ahead of time. So my plan was to tell her like, listen, I just want to say sorry. So I go, I go, listen. And she goes, no, you listen to me. You drop your attitude right now because oh. I am trying to help you. Oh. And I was like, "Ma'am, I swear to God, I was seriously going to say, I'm sorry for my attitude ahead of time. And she's like, go ahead then. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry for my attitude ahead of time. I just want to apologize ahead of time. I go, you don't even understand the nightmare we've been through to get here. And now we're still missing luggage. And she goes, well, I'm going to do my best to help you. I'm like, all right. Uh-huh. So she pulls everything out How did up. you
2: hold that together? Dude, she How put my. How did Scott my, Ziegler hold that together? She put me in Scott my, Ziegler she, is not the right person. She, she was the first days. person
0: to put me in my place, and it worked. <laughs> the other people I had dealt with were so like. You listen here, dickhead. dude. All of them were just like every time I'd start getting mad, they'd be like, "She, she probably you. Like, here, i you know." Like well, turns, turns out this is like an extreme problem with Air Canada.
1: With the, guns or luggage. Everything. Everything. I talked to a couple people. Everything. To and everybody I talked to has had shit problems.
0: Yeah. So, so, so she's like, she looks up our luggage and she says, your luggage is in Toronto. And I'm like, that can't be possible. I said, I asked like five people. They looked it up on computers. They said my, <laughs> they my luggage. It up, I looked it up on computers. I said, they said my Same luggage science. was all on our flight." She goes, it never left Toronto. Not to be confused with looking up just... So not only so these letters. people were literally looking it up, telling <laughs> me that it was on the flight, and it wasn't even in the freaking same city.
1: I've I've seen this happen.
0: Dude, I was like, so she says, okay, it'll be here tonight at midnight. We What we normally do when we deal with this is we deliver it to the outfitter, because I told her we are hunting. She goes, we deliver it to the outfitter. I said, well, the outfitter the camp is like no man's land. Like, we got to take a helicopter there. She goes, right, we'll deliver it to the outfitter's house or main lodge. And I was like, you know what? no, don't do that. I don't trust anybody with these luggage anymore. I'm like, just keep it here and we'll come back and get it. So we talked to the outfitter. He was like, first he wanted us to fly out right now. He wanted to come and get us, bring us to base camp and fly us that night because the next day the weather looked like shit. And then he was like, then you can just buy some basic stuff and then when I get your luggage, we'll fly it to you. But you're going to have to pay for that flight. 1500 bucks. And I'm like, no, that's, inc- that's insane. First of all, what, what are we even going to do there tonight? He goes, well, if you don't fly out tonight, you might not make it there tomorrow. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to have to take our chances. So we get an Airbnb for the night. We go sit. I set my alarm clock for midnight, sleep through my alarm, th- sleep through them calling me to tell me that our luggage is there. Wake up at like four in the morning. I see it all. I'm like, fuck. So we get a cab, go get our luggage. Anyways, that was the travel fiasco. Now we have all of our luggage.
2: So you made it on the helicopter.
0: So we get to... to so they fly... They fly... They, they drive us... Okay, so let's talk about the moose hunt now. We get the bullshit over with. Everybody needed to hear that because I was updating the story quite regularly. We get a lot of followers because of that. Which talk. I didn't want to. And John was like, you have to keep I told, it. Yeah, yeah, I told I was Diego like, that. dude, I, I just like, don't even want to talk anymore about any of this. Yeah, People I could...
2: It. You could see, like, the first seven, six, seven posts, you were like, they lost our luggage. Like, hey, guys, you know, you did, like, the regular, like, Scott Ziegler being bubbly on the story thing. And then, you he's like, you see his face, like, well, he starts, like, doing the (laughs) beard thing where he's like...
3: Did you notice he was doing a hat thing? Yeah, like, yeah.
2: And he's like, touch moving his hat, like, you fucking punch his occupied. mustache. She's like, punch
1: out some little lady that's that what I wanted to do. <laughs>
2: that's when I texted you. I was like, Scott, I know you're in a rough shape right now, but you need to keep going. because This is fucking hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get, so we get, uh, the crazy part was, is that we got our Airbnb and we went to a, a little restaurant to eat. And there's like, everybody else is waiting for their shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like we're, we're sitting next to a table full of guys that are on a Moose or coming home from their moose hunt, and I'm listening to their whole conversation, and the one guy's a big talker. Turns out, this dude's a pilot for Air Canada, and he's telling them about how it works and how, in Newfoundland, they have to take on a lot of deliveries, like supplies, because the island's, you know, there's nothing there. So the supplies go on first, then the people's luggage and whatever doesn't fit, they don't give a shit, they leave it. He said (laughs) the Canada airline would rather just pay out people in the in the refund tickets or the you know like you your like compensation ticket or whatever then deal with it they just then don't care so it's like they know it's gonna happen like you just might be the person who gets your luggage you might not be and he's talking about he's telling these guys about how it all works and i'm just sitting there listening to him and i'm like dude
3: Someone picked a package of toilet paper over your bag. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Okay.
2: Pretty much. Did you know that there is a, like a twelve percent chance that instead of you getting your firearms, there was a dildo on that plane?
1: <laughs> you know, it was just like a fucking crate of syrup. Or... It probably was. Yeah. Somebody had to get bacon. their syrup. Yeah.
0: So anyway, so then we stay the night. The next morning, and they
4: call bacon. The ne- <laughs>
0: Milk in a bag. Bullshit. So the next morning they pick us up. It's a three-hour drive to base camp. We get to base camp. It's like uh, fog, like heavy, heavy fog, raining. Uh, we get there and there's a helicopter there. But the guys like, listen, we can't fly in this. Like it's too bad. We're gonna go, go in the cabin, fill out all your paperwork for your tags. We might get a window to fly, but we don't know how long it's gonna be. And there's another guy there from Iowa. His name's Ryan. And, um. So, we got to know each other over the three-hour drive. So, we're sitting there waiting. All of a sudden, the pilot comes running in. He's like, let's go. We got to go right now.
3: I'd be like, you sure? <laughs> I'm like, like that what? Maybe that's a, yeah. Did you do the pre-check stuff? He's or? like, there's a
0: window in the fog. We got to go. So, we like throw our shit on this helicopter <laughs> sure? and take off. Like, this guy's in a hurry. He did the safety briefing. Like, he goes, we're, we would normally do the safety briefing in here. We're going to do it out there. So, as we're in the helicopter, he's giving us all this shit. I've never been in a helicopter.
3: We're going to give you a brief as we crash.
0: So, we fly. We got to drop this guy off first. Well, no, they said they're going to drop us off first.
2: Oh, you got a bus stop? He's like a bus? Yeah,
0: he's like, we'll drop you guys off first and then we'll drop off him. Dude, we're flying. And he goes, Nope, we can't go to your camp. Fog's too thick that way. We got to go this way. So, we're flying around and it's so foggy, dude. I can't see. Like, you could see the ground pretty good, but you couldn't see, like, out. Far the, the mountains. Yeah, and I'm like I don't know what anything looks like, so I'm like fuck. So we're flying, and he's like, I got to go. He's like, the camp's over here, but I got to go that way. And like we can hear, we all have headphones on, so we can yeah. hear everything. So we we end up we, we drop him off at the at his camp or whatever, and then take off. Were and you
3: nervous in the flight?
0: No, I, I was at first, but then I was fine. But then we we're coming. He's like, all right. So everything's pretty flat. Like it's not flat. It's just like hilly, but it's like relatively flat. Not like, Yeah, not yeah. big hills. Like you could see over. Like it's yeah. just bogs everywhere. So we're coming around and and it's starting to get more hilly. And then like all of a sudden there's like valleys and mountains and like these big rivers and waterfalls. And I'm like, where's our camp? And he's like, oh, it's right around the side of this right here. And you'll see it in a second. And when we come around this mountain, I don't know what happened. But the fucking floor of that helicopter dropped out from underneath us. All of a sudden, we, I felt like we dropped 30 feet. Like, we came around and, like, hit some court, sort of weird wind. And it was like, whoop. <laughs> Dude, it scared the shit out of Vacuum. me. It was the weirdest feeling. So we circle around it. And you can see our camp, like, tucked into this. I call it a mountain. The guides called it a hill. It's not <laughs> a hill. It's a fucking, there's rocks. It's a big, huge rock. The whole island is a rock, but it's a giant rock that protrudes from the earth. It's a mountain. So we laying on this little like the helipad was literally like a little piece of plywood. I...
2: What are you in, like a bubble front puddle jumper? Or were you in like a?
0: No, it's like a
3: nice like
2: a double turbo. Like
3: he posted a picture of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I didn't it's
2: see that. it
0: seemed fairly large. Is it, like, the size of, like...
2: Uh, it looked like
3: something LeBron James would be flying around. Yeah, in. there
0: was two seats in the front and then two seats not in the back that, and then a Kobe big Bryant. cargo area next to the two seats yeah, in the back. Yeah, so it's,
2: like, the size of the... Um, um, what am I thinking of? The
0: uh, Detroit Coast Guard? like Probably, yeah. So we land. Here comes our guide and our cook. They come walking out, Reg and Dion. And uh, and then, like, you got to walk to the camp from... In, like, this little trail... So this this camp is like this it's a house on the side of the hill, side of the mountain. Dude, it's it's been it has to have been there for fifty years. And it's being held up by logs that they've linked and logged, like in the corners. They was like it looks like each year they probably add a log. And <laughs> there's nothing level about anything at, at all. The whole thing is being held up by like logs with bark on it and
1: <laughs> trees you can see
0: underneath the, the whole thing like on the one side there was probably four foot gap between it and the ground and that's what
2: you're calling base camp
0: yeah that's our that's our camp base camp is the where we flew from okay so this is our camp
3: dude how fun would it be to they, live out there for they technically
0: called it a spike camp
3: three months and that's your job
0: yeah and that's what And so these guys have been there for the whole time like they've been there since moose season opened they have not left in that one
2: little
3: shelter house yep that's got to be just as fun as hunting. I feel like. I think that that
0: would be so cool. Could you, I would I want to be camp chef, dude? It like seriously like these guys were cool. These it was it Did seemed camp like camp
2: chef get fucked up every night.
0: Okay, so the first night. Wait, no. So
2: continue on with your <laughs> yeah. story. I don't want to throw you off, but so I feel like I just be he drinking didn't. Lots of he busway.
0: I think he was the first night, but anyways, so. We get we get in we get in whatever get our bags or whatever and and I'm like so how's this working like are we hunting today and Reg the guy hunt where you fly right no you can oh yeah there's so many moose in Newfoundland that they do not give a shit like I bet you you can probably hunt them from the helicopter <laughs> like there's it's a huge problem there they have I think it's the world's largest moose population like they have 15 feet fences along like hundreds of miles of highway. Because of moose car, car accidents. Probably
3: because it's so hard to get guns there. <laughs> probably. probably. So, you think they would have camp guns.
0: Yeah, I mean, they did. He had a gun. He had a lever action 308. It was sweet with iron sights. Could
2: you have used that? Old.
3: If
0: you're... He said his client the week before
2: used it. Can't nobody hear you because you don't talk. You're sitting 17 feet away from that. Group.
3: I can hear myself in my, in my headphones.
2: Do you
0: have my headphones all the way down? Because I can't hear it at all. You can't hear shit? No. Where are you at?
2: This is you right here. Right?
0: Oh, oh, I could hear a little bit.
2: You want it? Yeah. You told you had me turn it down. I know, sorry.
0: <coughs> I mean, turn turn it back down. I,
2: I need, like that better. I
3: need to know what all of these mean.
2: Those don't <laughs> mean anything. All right. Listen. I so need,
3: I need to be in charge of the sound effects. You
0: sure can't. So, so <laughs> <laughs> touch <him. laughs> All right, so he's like Reg, the, Reg's the Red's a guide. He's like, "All right, he's like we, we can go out and hunt tonight. We'll go up we'll go up to this first lookout and we'll glass for a little while." We got a couple hours, so we get up there. So, so we leave the cabin. Like right, right next to the cabin is this little like stream waterfall coming down the mountain. So we cross that, and we immediately go into this like thick. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like pine trees, and like thick, like underbrush that you could walk on almost. But then, like we're on a trail that they've obviously cut. Like, Is is
2: the floor pretty wet? It's soaked. So you called it right as being a bog.
0: All the way up this side of this mountain. It's wet. it would be a bog, right? And you're Well, so this trail is like their trail. What is
2: the main... So like out here or out in Michigan, it would be like all grass. It's all bog. That's just like a mossy...
0: It's like grass and moss and then... What
2: I'm picturing is like, have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Yes. Like where the hobbits stay? Yeah, pretty much that's what it is. But like with big pine trees?
0: Yeah, and then there's like thickets of... They call them tuckamores, tucks. They call it the tucks. And like some of the tucks you can walk on top of... Some of them are 10 feet tall and you can't get through them. Like, you cannot get through them. I mean, you can do it, but it's like, you think walking through this, these picker bushes is bad? Mm. The only thing better about that is you're not getting thorns in your face. But it's, it's the pine trees don't, I, I have videos of it. They, they don't go up and down. They go like this and they like twist and tangle all around each other. And like, you're, it's insane. It sounds a lot like Lord of the Rings. So your
2: cl-
3: sounds like they're on mushrooms.
0: So we're climbing up this, <laughs> this hill, and my dad... listen Wonderland. Now, remember, my dad had a heart attack a week ago. He's not in great shape right now. So he is... Like, I keep turning around and looking at him, and he's, you know, he's taking breaks. So, Reg, the guide, would just stop and wait, and then we'd get up. So it took us a little while to get up there. We get all the way to the top, and we, like, there's these two big rocks... We're like halfway up. So like from here, you can't go up the side of this mountain anymore. It just goes straight up. So we're glassing and we can see over this valley. There's like a river and there's like another mountain that goes up. So he's like, just glass out there. We're going to look out there and you, you'll you see moose. So we're sitting there and I'm like, so how is this going to work? He's like, well, he's like, you kind of missed the rut. They're not really paying attention to calls anymore. So normally what we've been doing is we'll... You know, we'll see moose far away. We can. He's like, we can call them. Sometimes they'll come from a mile away and it'll take them an hour. Sometimes it'll take them till tomorrow. But we'll see that they're coming. He's like, right now we can't do that because they're not responding to calls anymore.
3: So, like, during the rut, you'll call, and you'll see him coming, and then be like, all right, let's go to bed, and he'll be here. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: I guess that could happen that's if crazy. it takes a while, but some he said a lot of times they'll be here in, like, an hour or two. Like, you'll see him coming, and then he'll, he'll disappear, then you'll see him again, then he'll disappear, <laughs> but you keep seeing him. I mean, you can see a long way on the on these lookouts.
2: Like, a long way as in, like,
0: miles? Miles. Oh, miles.
3: Have you guys ever seen uh, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist? I'm looking at John. No. <laughs> no. Okay, never mind. no.
0: So, so he's like, basically what we got to do is we glass, we find moose, and then we got to go get them. Now I'm looking across this thing and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> w- what, we're going to go get them over there. Like, I'm sure I can do this, but knowing that my dad just had a heart attack and then judging by the, how hard it was for him to get out the mountain. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm talking shit and I'm not, he, he was fine. He did it, but you could tell that he was very, very taxed because of having a, just had a heart attack. So I'm thinking like where is this
2: a like land that you're 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 like fighting for every inch of footing?
0: Pretty much like a lot of the trails like were so deep, uh, you would have to sidestep them. Like you're sidestepping a stairs going up into an attic. <laughs> like legit, like that's literally what you're doing. You'd have your feet all the way out, like you're damn near doing the splits and you'd do this all the way across until you got to like more solid ground. And if you walked on green Green was typically good. Brown was okay, and if it was black, do not stop there because you're going to be in, your, in the muck till your knees.
2: And what are you carrying? What, what does your pack look like?
0: I got my, my Elf's pack. I got my tripod for my camera. I got my camera. I got my GoPro. Multiple layers of clothes because I'm figuring I'm going to sweat while I'm hiking and then I'm going to get cold while I'm glassing. So I got a bunch of layers in my pack uh, to wear while we're glassing and then I'm wearing rain gear because everything is wet. Everything. So and then my gun and my bino pack. What did arms. your guide have? He had he was wearing like, like a
2: fanny pack. No, he had like a <laughs> like some, a frame pack.
3: He didn't bring water the whole time.
0: He had a frame pack on, just like a like an old school frame, like metal, black metal frame. Yeah. And then he just had a like a, a Badlands backpack attached to that. Mm-hmm. And he had like a tarp uh, his knives and uh, like not a lot.
2: So he got the frame just to haul meat out uh-huh.
0: pretty much. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot. So he goes over and sits on a, a rock and he's calling because he said sometimes you can't get a bull to come off of cows whatever. So he's doing some calls and he does tells he,
2: Does he have a call or is he just using just plugging his nose? Just
0: doing his mouth. Yeah. He just kind of goes like uh, Oh That's what he does. And at the end like, he kinda he Mario, does this thing at the end like where he goes, nose, though, right? He goes, Oh.
1: And he, <laughs> like, goes, he goes,
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: so he's calling and, and we're glassing and he comes over, he goes, How many moose have you guys seen? And I'm like, I haven't seen a moose yet. And he goes, he kind of laughs and he goes, There's twelve over there. I'm like, Where? <laughs> so he's trying to describe, you know, look look at this triangle boulder. You see that? blah blah? Yeah. Now I see it. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's fucking four of them right there. And He's like, now over there, there's this one. So now I'm seeing the moose, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, are they bulls? I can't tell if they're bulls. He's like, no. He's like, there might be one bull So over you guys there. are
2: sitting down glassing now at, yeah. like, a higher point? Like, yes. How they, high above them are you guys? We're
0: almost level with most of the moose, but they're, like, a mile across a valley. Spotting scope or binos? Binos. You can see the moose, but you, I cannot tell if they're... You're just using
3: your... Hundred dollar loopholes. Yep. Yeah. Does yeah. I can't
0: a, tell. Uh, no, scope. He, he just had vinyls. <laughs>
3: he had nothing. He <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he could pick them out with his naked eye too, but he, he was saying that like most of the season they just get them to come to them, so they don't really need it. Well, not not so lucky for us. So, anyways, we see these moose, whatever. It's now all of a sudden this fog rolls in. We can't see fucking shit. We can't see hundred yards in front of us. Literally, it just rolls right in and everything disappeared. So he's like, "Well, let's go back down. So we wait until the, um, we wait until the, you know the sun goes down, whatever we go back down the hill. We get back to camp, and uh, old Dion is our cook. He's got a nice dinner of box mashed potatoes and some frozen pork chops.
3: Well, he was guiding. Huh? No, don't was don't hate cook. it on his food. He was guiding. No, Dion's the cook. Yeah, wasn't he guiding your dad? No, not yet. This oh, okay. is the first night. So, so he was cooking. Yeah, he just some cooked. bullshit prior to that.
0: It tasted good. Okay, <laughs> like it was what it was the best that you're ma- gonna get. Yeah, it doesn't matter how he made it. No, it's gonna be the best you can get. He was he did a pretty he did a damn good job and he took <laughs> his job seriously. Those
3: box mashed potatoes probably made it on the plane instead of your, your
0: flight. <laughs> That's why you were late. So Dion. Is drunk. At least he seemed really, really drunk, like hammered drunk.
3: Don't don't throw the guy under the
0: bus. And he can't, you can't, you can't like understand what he's saying normally. And now it's a little bit thicker, and he keeps repeating himself. He what does us, he sound
2: like? Ah,
0: Hagrid from home, Harry Potter. Com- home is where you make it. <laughs> he found, he's kind of like that, but with like a weird Hagrid like a Norwegian little... <laughs> accent. Like does he have
2: like the raspy voice. To
0: no, he was can't, kind of. He was like. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that he would have said. Do you have footage of him talking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would be like, uh, he'd be like, you, you like fries? Skipper? You <laughs> like fries? Skipper? And he'd be like, what? And he'd be like, he looked at my dad, he's like, can you just understand me? <laughs> can you just understand me? But have it was like, but it? it was like, yeah. I'm like, no, you can't. He's like, he was asking us, do you like fries? And he calls you Skipper. Everybody Skipper. Uh, he started calling me something else. I can't remember what he was calling me. He called my dad Skipper. He called me something else. I can't remember what it was. Idiot. But um, he's like, yeah, he's super hard to understand. So he's telling us how he's got a red lab. Can't wait to get home to see her. He likes his girlfriend, but he can't wait to see his dog. He's going to call his buddies, and they're going to go shoot a two-point moose. Uh Whatever. So he cooks us a meal. We have some coffee. Reg pulls out this beautifully baked piece of banana bread that his wife made for him and had flown in for him. We go to bed. Uh, The next day, we go out to a different glassing point that's close by. There's a kill spot right by the camp. And they told us that there had been a bull right next to camp. Like they were watching it out the window the day before that we missed. So my dad could have killed that bull that, that day. Well... They also said that we kill bulls within, like, uh, 200 yards of the camp all the time. Well, my dad was told that there was going to be Argos. There was no Argo, and there was nowhere we could even drive an Argo. And, in fact, it's illegal to drive an Argo on any of the Chandra. Who the fuck told him that? The fucking outfitter told us that. Apparently, they do have an Argo at one of the camps, but not this one. So, they also tell us, I forgot to mention this, that on the first night... He says, welcome to Sharon Valley. This is a Sharon Valley camp. It's the hardest camp we have at Ironbound to hunt, like terrain-wise. <laughs> it's mountains. Everything else is freaking flat. So my dad's like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? So we sit in glass. We don't see anything. We see, like, I think we saw a couple of moose that morning. And we go back to the camp. I didn't know this, but my dad. So we're all talking. Now, it's been raining for the last three days. It's rain, rain, rain. But constantly so he's like we're surrounded by rivers there's three waterways around our camp all of the moose are on the other side of those rivers right now the only way we're gonna get something is if we can somehow get across those rivers the problem is is that there's been so much rain in the last three days that these rivers are too high we can't cross them you just muted me no, I did. you muted something
2: I know don't worry about it I, okay. can't, hear I can't hear
0: anything yes you can no, I, li- I literally couldn't hear anything. Because you only got one head. Now I it. can't. Whatever you just did changed. This is my microphone.
4: No. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: Why yeah. can't I hear anything? Because
2: it's... Don't worry about is it. Is this recording? 100% sure? yeah. sure? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not
3: telling it again.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Uh, so, I can't remember where it was. So, we get back to camp at like lunchtime. And my dad pulls the guide outside and they're talking about like the weather forecast for the next three days is terrible. He's like, this is the worst moose hunting weather you can ever get. He's like, moose hate this weather. They don't like wind. They don't like rain. He's like, they get down in the thick shit and they don't come out. So all of this stuff, I'm just like, cool. This is, this is like, nothing is working out. Like nothing. The travel sucked. The weather's horrible. We're not seeing moose. The, we, they put us at this camp that I don't know that my dad can even travel anywhere. Yeah. I'm like, what? What is gonna happen? Like, this is gonna be a fucking wasted of a week. Yeah. So my dad pulls, and I, obviously I'm not letting. Like, at the same time, I'm also like, fuck it, I'm moose hunting. Like, who cares? This is fun. Yeah. So my dad pulls Reg outside, and he's like, hey, um, I guess he was like, listen, I can't do this. Like, this is way more than I expected, and. I want you to take my son and do whatever you do to get him a moose. Just do it. Just go wherever you got to gotta go. Well, I guess, I guess Reg puts his hand out to shake my dad's hand and goes, thank you. I was hoping that you would say that. And my dad's like, okay. Well, thank God, Dion, the cook, is also a licensed guide. Because in Newfoundland, you cannot be left alone without your guide. So if that wasn't the case, we would have been screwed. We would have just stayed near camp. So Wait,
2: meaning, well, hold on. Oh, because so then he can hang out with your dad. Yes. And then kind of go fuck around, around, yes. close.
0: And, De- and Dean wants to. Dean kept telling yeah. us the first night how he hates being the cook. He, he, lo- he takes his job very serious and did a really good job, but he kept telling us, I do not like this job. I'm a guide. I was just asked to do this this year. I don't know why. I, I want to be guiding. So now... Dion, you're gonna guide old Mikey here, Skipper, and to get him a moose. So Reg is like, wait, so he hates being a guide? No, he hates being the cook. Oh, okay. He wants to be the guide or a guide. He is a guide. He just is cooking this at this camp this year mm. for whatever reason.
2: But what? So he,
0: so Dion's guide your dad. Now he is. Now we've come to this conclusion that Dion's gonna take my dad out every day. And I'm going out with But Reg. why
2: would he thank your dad?
0: Reg thanked my dad. The oh, guy Reg
2: did. Okay. Keep up John.
0: He was like, Thank you. Because he was probably thinking we're not gonna be able to get as far as I need to go. Because I think he knew this was they've already killed ten bulls out of that camp in the last five weeks. So I'm pretty sure he knew we gotta go far to get anything. So, and he didn't want to tell us that because I don't think he wanted to tell us more bad news that there was all the bad news about the weather and all that.
2: Yeah, and he also doesn't want to call your dad out too. So which just...
0: Right, and yeah, so so now we're at this point where we're, we're going to do that. So, um, where did me and him go that, that night? I can't remember what we did that night.
1: He said he came up to you and was like, get ready or something like
0: that. That's what he said that night. He was like, yeah, get ready. Oh, yeah, they flew in hip waiters. They were flying something to one of the camps and he had told them, he had They have a satellite phone. He told the outfitter that we needed hip waders so I could cross the river. So that night he was like, get ready. Tomorrow is going to be the day we're going. We got to cross this river. He's like, it's sketchy. Um, and he showed me a video of some guys crossing it the week before. And it was way lower. And he's like, it was low. It's way higher right now. And I'm just like, dude. I went to bed that night feeling like I had a wrestling tournament the next morning. Like, you ever get that feeling? You remember the feeling, like, before a football game or something? You oh, want yeah. to puke? That's how I felt. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Like, what What are we doing tomorrow? And Now, granted, Reg is 58 years old, but he's in, like, moose hunting shape, moose guiding shape. So, the next morning, he's like, pack extra clothes, you know, make sure, because if you get wet, you're going to want to have to, something to change into on the other side of the river. So we get get up in the morning. As the sun's coming up, we leave. We would eat breakfast. And then he didn't like walking in the dark.
2: I was going to say, is there a reason that you're leaving as the sun's coming because up?
0: Because I cannot even imagine doing it in the dark. Like, it is not safe. There's holes everywhere. And the, they're dark. You can, you're not going to see them with your light. You're just going to fall in it. So, like, there's holes everywhere. There's, like, crevices that are opened up. Like, you'll be walking on the tucks on top of them, and all of a sudden you'll drop into them, like, six feet. And now you're, like, up to here in them. And, like, at least you can see when that's going to happen. If it was dark and you just did it blindly, you're probably going to break your leg. Multiple times my legs went into things, and I'm like, oh, don't know how I didn't just hyperextend my knee. (laughs) Like, caught myself. Can't imagine doing it in the dark. And he was like, it's just not safe to do it in the dark. So we leave, we get down to this river, and we crossed it. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty quick. Like, if you lifted your feet up, your feet were getting wisp away. Like, you had to shuffle across. Uh, Kurt Carlson gave me those sissy sticks to bring, and yeah. I, I used them, and they were they helped big time. So we get across the river. I didn't even get, I didn't get wet. It was just below the top of the waders. Has Kurt been there? He went to uh, Alaska and Alberta moose hunting. Oh, nice. Similar, similar train. Did he bring his boys? I don't good? think so. Um. so we get across the river and we start hiking now we're going up and he tells me we're going to go he's pointing at this peak and it's real far away he's going we're going there today I've said this five times already this year and every client I tell that we're going there we never make it because we always kill a bull in one of the valleys before and I was like well Reg you're hunting with me now we're going to make it to that peak and he starts laughing. I'm like, because my luck isn't like everybody else's. We're not killing a bull in that first valley. We're killing a bull all the way over there where you said you haven't had to go yet. Well, sure enough, we fucking went all the way to that peak. And then some. We kept going. We're seeing bulls, or we're seeing moose, but we're not seeing bulls. We glass. We would hike. We'd get to a peak. We'd glass. and we'd move to another peak. Glass. Move to another peak. Glass. We see a bull or a cow. We see two cows down this valley, and we watched them for a while, and they kind of disappeared. But there's nowhere for them to go without us seeing it. So it was like, I kind of was like, "Hey, if they're in there, he, because he kept saying there's probably a bull with them, he's just not coming out." I was like, "Okay, so if they're still down there, we, they haven't gone anywhere, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." I go, "Can?" We? I'm like thinking, and he goes, "You want to try to go push push it?" And I'm like, "Can we?" Can we do that as like a thing? He's like, yeah, let's go. He's like, it's far. It's farther than you think it is. And I'm like, whatever. So we start going towards this thicket. We're going to push it. So we get down there. He's like, you go this way. I'm going to go this way. And I look over and he's standing on this rock doing this. Mm. And he's making noises. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he, and he looks at me and he's like pointing at that. And I can't see anything. And I'm like, I can't see a thing. I'm like, what the fuck? So he, a little while goes by, and finally he's just like, "Come on!" So I walk back up there. He's like, "Did you see him?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "You didn't see him?" I'm like, "There's not. I couldn't see anything." He's like, "It was a it was a cow and a spike, little tiny little nubs." I'm like, "Fuck!" So we walk all the way back up this mountain to go to the other side and keep going. Glass, glass. So he's there's this big thick thicket. Apparently, it's frowned upon to like push stuff.
2: We're from Michigan, so, so you, we just do stupid so things. So Reg
0: says he's going to go for a walk. So he goes for a walk. He's like, I'm going to be gone for a little while. I'm going to go for a walk.
2: So what are you doing? Just chilling in the. So I
0: got my. I'm ready to go. Watching where he went for a walk.
2: You just glassing?
0: No, I'm just watching this ticket. I don't think John's keeping up with this. Yeah. He has no idea what I'm saying right no, now. No, I got him. So I'm waiting. I got the camera ready. I got my gun ready. I'm in a position where I can take a shot. Boom. Here comes moose running right at me. I'm like, what? Yes. I get my gun up. I still haven't seen any moose up close, so I don't know what the hell they look like. Really, like, I'm like, you know what I, I know what they look like, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So right off the bat, I'm like, that's a bull. I get her in my scope. It's a cow. Their ears are big. <laughs> <laughs> they look like a small bull. So they give me a it, was a, it was a cow and a calf. They give me a hundred yard shot for like... 15 fucking minutes, it felt like. They just ran across at 100 yards, perfect broadside. And they're not running fast. Like, you can for sure shoot at a running moose. It's not like a running deer.
2: Right. Because, I mean, they also have to traverse that train. It's
0: weird, too. Their bodies, their body doesn't go up and down, their body just moves. Their legs just kind of like stride. And, like, I was like, well, that would have been an easy shot. Like, I could have for sure shot that. So nothing else came out. He comes back, he's like, "Dude, I can smell them in there. There's a bull somewhere around here." He's like, "I got in that thick stuff and you could smell it."
2: <laughs> That's a guide right there like, like, "Damn,
0: I'm smelling." So, oh yeah. No bull. Well, now it's like we got to start walking back cuz it's 2 hours to get back. So we'll walk back. And glass on our way. Kind of hunt your way back. Yeah, we would just hunt the valley on our way back.
2: How often do they shoot shoot shit on the way back?
0: A lot. A lot of times because you could pass up moose easily because they're in the thick shit and then you pass them and then they're out in the bog. So he said, you know, that happens a lot. So we get back, nothing. Well, the forecast for the next day, he's like, we're not going to be able to hunt tomorrow. Oh, so on the way back from this, I start getting lightheaded. I don't have any more water and I don't have any more food. And I'm like, my mouth is feels like a beach. And I, I start getting dizzy, like shaky. Like, you know the shakes when you haven't eaten. So we had stopped at one point and I'm like, hey, Reg, I'm like, how much water do you got in your pack? And he's like, I didn't bring any water today. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? How have you not drank water? He's like, I don't normally drink water. I'm like, dude, what the so, How do you not drink water dude, all day? I'm like, I'm dehydrated now. I I got so dizzy, I, or I got so dehydrated, I sat down at one point, and the fucking world started spinning. Like, I got down on my knees, and everything went, like, in a tailspin. It was like, foom. I was like, whoa! It was the weirdest feeling ever. So I'm freaking out, kind of. So we're walking, and there's water everywhere. So I'm looking at water everywhere, and I'm just like, I can't, like, my mouth, I can't swallow. I'm like, fuck I'm like, Reg, can I drink water here? Like, what, what water can I drink? He's like, I don't drink the standing water, but drink the running water. He's like, but I would wait till you're at the river. And I'm like, okay. So every stream that we run past, I'm like looking at it, longing for it. So finally we get to the river and I just, dude, I just start taking my bottle out and just start filling, chugging water. He's like, you might get sick because you haven't drank that water before. I'm like, don't care. <laughs> chugging, chugging it. Was it like Dude, it, I, I imagine it's clean it Like was crystal a, clear water It wasn't crystal clear It was kind of rust color But it was It didn't taste the way You think it would taste Being rust colored it, I thought it would have An irony flavor Right Didn't Not at all It, it tasted like the most Cleanest water I've ever drank
3: In fact Cause you're, cause you're really from, from, yeah, no, Because you
2: were really Yeah because you haven't from, Had a drop of no, water No from
0: then on For the rest of the week Every time we went by the river I would finish my water bottle And refill it up it was so good.
2: It's so, like a good... Gla- <laughs> so we get,
0: ba- we get back to the camp, and I'm like...
2: Water from a glacier.
1: So he's
0: night. he's like, tomorrow we're not going to be able to hunt. It's a it's wash. Follow- it's 50, 50, 60 mile an hour winds. You're
1: going to be shitting your pants.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, no way. Like, we're just going to sit here all day. So yeah, that's what we did. We sat there all day long. Uh, it wasn't that bad. I took a nap, talked, talk, shared pictures of our kids and our families, and... I showed them videos, Times Up Outdoors videos. They they loved it. They thought it was cool as hell. I showed them the Ernie and his kids video. You could tell Reg is big time about getting his, his so he's got a seven year old that lives with him, and he takes him moose hunting and like is teaching him how to call and all the shit. You could you could tell he was super into that stuff. He loved that episode. He was like, that's really cool. Um. So then the next day, I I felt pretty good. I mean, it was basically that that we we just. We would we would hike up these. The next day he's like, "Where well, we're going tomorrow, if you make it there, you're an Iron Man." I'm like, Reg, we're probably gonna make it there and keep going." And he's just laughing. Sure enough, we fucking made it there, and then we kept going. And uh, we saw we saw a moose on the other side of this valley, but nothing. We saw two bulls. I'm trying to get my timeline straight because now we have two days left. We saw two bulls and he got really excited at one point. He goes, let's go. I saw a flash. Apparently that means a pig paddle. He's like, come on, let's go. So we get down this mountain and he's like, he goes, hold on a second. Let's go back up and just make sure. Because that's a long way to go if it's not what I thought I saw. And I'm like, okay. So we go back up and we start glassing again. He goes, I don't know, man. So I'm videotaping it with my camera, but you can't really see it in the little viewfinder. So whatever, we go fucking three hours away from camp, hiking all over God's green earth, seeing a couple of cows, nothing that we can go after. Bust it out again. Get back to camp. I throw the camera in my the chip in my computer and we're looking at it. And he's like, Are those the moose that I'm like, Yeah, these are the ones that you said that you got real excited about. He's like, damn it. That's a good moose. We could've we should have went for that. And I'm like yeah, well, we couldn't really see it. He goes, well, they're there, so now we know they're there. That's where we're going first thing in the morning. That's, that's the plan. And I'm like, all right, sweet. So next thing we get up in the morning, we go straight to that other Is side. Is the last day? Yep. We got we to gotta cross the river. We go straight to that other side. Uh, we get up to this first glassing knob. We start looking. Now we're, Now we're in the area where we have watched moose all week. This is where I've seen the most moose. So now we're in the area where we were. He's like, remember that group of three? I say, yeah. He goes, we were, we're right where those were. Okay. So we look across and we see a cow by itself. And then we see a cow in a bull. Nice six point. And we're looking at it. They're like 400 yards. and But they're not easy to get to. We'd have to go way up and around to get to them.
3: Because of the wind? or just
0: N- No, because the wind was great, but the terrain. So... I'm like I would, I would shoot that I'm, I would be happy with that he's like yeah the other one we saw is bigger it's that way let's keep going these guys are here we got all day I go okay he goes they will be here he goes he goes I gotta warn you though we might get all the way up here and that one we saw yesterday might not be there and I'm like whatever we got all day let's go so we go all the way up and we're glassing on the way like we'd stop for like five or ten minutes and then we glass and then we keep going so at one point, we're walking up this ridge, and I hear something behind me. I turn around, and I see uh, a bull and a cow running, like, within 30 yards of me, running. All I see is their asses going into this thicket. And I'm like, fuck, was that them? And he, he I was like, hey, do you think that could have been them? he goes, no, that wasn't them. All right. So we go up there. We sit there for How'd a little while. How did you know while. it was a bull? I saw, his, I saw his antlers.
3: I saw his nuts. Was yeah,
0: I saw big? his nuts hanging out. Uh, he was about... No, nah, he was a small bull. Um, so we get up there; th- these bulls are gone, and he's like, "This is the last valley we can hit." Um, they're not here, so
2: last valley you could hit because of the time, because or? of the
0: terrain and the time. Yeah, like we can get to the next one, but now we're getting too far away from the other ones. And he goes, "We can go to the next one; it's really far, and they might not be there either." I'm yeah, like, so
2: it's like right now you you've got a split decision to either yep you are going to either go back to the one that you glassed up or take a gamble, gamble. At a big one. And we've already taken a bigger, bunch of gambles big, and they're all coming one. up
0: empty-handed. Yeah. So, I'm like, "Dude, let's let's just work our way back and I'm cool with that." That bowl. He's like, "All right." So, now we're up high. Uh, it's where we would have had to go before so we we can start making our way back to where that bowl was. So we get over there, and I got a, I filmed that bull for like 15 minutes uh, in the morning. The one that you shot? Yeah. So we get around, and we're like coming. I didn't know we were anywhere near where those, those moose were. Like I, everything looks the same to me. So we sit down for a second, and I, I'm like, hey, I'm going to eat my sandwich. So I get my sandwich out, and I hear him chuckle. And I look over, and I'm like, what, what are you laughing about? And he's like, he's right there. And I'm like, I look up, I'm like, no fucking shit, they're right there. So I glass them, I get my rangefinder, they're like, I don't know, I think seven hundred yards or six hundred yards or something. He's like, All right, let's go. And I'm like, okay. So we move a little closer, we get we're now we're like four hundred yards. And uh we're we're looking at him and he's like, Okay. I'm like, what's the plan? He's like, I want to take that next knoll and we're gonna kill him there. I'm like, all right. Let's go to that next hill. He's like, It's a knoll, not a hill <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. So we get over there. He says, he grabs me by my shoulder. He goes, let's go ruin his day. I guess that's his thing. He says he says it to everybody. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a sketch race. Like
0: Because I told him about Time's Up and told him where it came from. And he's like, oh, I like, I like to say let's go ruin his day. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so he says it. It was funny. So we, we cruise over there. And um, we get to that spot. And we can see the cow, but I can't see the bull. All I can, he's saying I can see his antlers. And I'm like, I can't see him. He goes, get in that little tree right there and you can use the tree for a brace. I'm like, all right, jump in this tree and it's fucking blowing wind. And dude, I'm like, I'm trying to scope the the cow and I'm like all over, like not normal. I'm like, this isn't working, Reg. I'm like, this tree's catching too much wind. So we're in like the the, the Tuckamore. We're in the stuff that's like probably this tall, but it's so thick you can literally walk on it. So I'm on top of it, but it's like you're on a sponge. Yeah. So I'm sitting on, I sit down on it, and he takes his frame pack and stuffs it in front of me so I got something to rest on. So I rest it, and he's like, he's still down below her in the thick shit. Just wait.
3: Did you have him filming you for this?
0: No, I wish I would have because he said he would have, and he goes, I didn't think of it either. All I have is my GoPro sitting in front of me.
3: At this point, you want to just, California. I don't care about the film. Yeah. So I got the
0: GoPro sitting in front of me. So here he comes. He gets up, comes up out of the off the hill, and he's up in the open. And he's damn near straight away from me, but he's quartering hot, real hard. It's a no. But- and I said, I go, I don't think I can make that shot. He's quartering too hard. And he goes, you can hit him. I'm like, all right. So I'm trying to aim. I know I can hit him. I'm, he's like he's this. He's away from me. So I'm trying to hit him me.
2: like yeah, this. Going for that back shoulder.
0: Yeah. I shoot. <laughs> All I hear is miss. I'm like, son of a bitch. Fucking. the
3: moose run at this point? No, or?
0: he's still standing there. So I put another one in. The moose fucking turns. Beautiful broadside broadside shot, right? Beautiful shot. <laughs> Click. Fucking click, click. What the fuck is click? Why is that? Why did that happen? I'm like, what the fuck? So I immediately go into a panic and I like pull the slide back and I look and there's no the bullet still down in the in yeah, the magazine. Didn't pull it back far enough. So I pull it back and it's and I push it and it nothing it doesn't go. I'm like, I'm pulling it back. It's not pulling the next one up. So I'm like, what the fuck? So now I'm like fingering it. And I finally get it to pop up, and I sh- shove it in with my finger and close it, and now I can't find him. So now I'm looking for him, frantic. I finally find him in the scope, and I just shoot. And he does this thing. I saw it. He like, he went like this. Like His front legs like flew out in front of him in a weird way, and he went straight down the side of the hill into this thick shit. I can't see him anymore. Well, Reg was watching him with binoculars, and he said, he's like, you hit him for sure. He's like, he's probably dead, so we'll just wait a little while. And we're like, yeah, the hell yeah. I had this weird feeling that it just wasn't the best shot, but Reg was like, yeah, that looked like a good hit. Great. I'm like, I don't know what they do. And, like, whitetail mule kick. Like, yeah. mule kick, that's not what they do. It jumped It. they fucking so duck. we sit there for a little while. He's like, well, we got, like, a half-hour walk to get to him. It's 300 yards away, but it takes – there's no straight lines in Newfoundland, like – to walk 300 yards, you have to walk a mile. So we finally get to the base of that hill that he went down. We start walking up and I hear Reg go, there he is. Like Most of the time, I'm paying attention to Reg's feet because I've learned quickly that he knows where to put them and I don't because if I deviated from where his feet went, I would be knee deep in mud often. (laughs) So I was looking at his feet while we were walking and I hear him go, there he is. I look up, he's standing there on this hill. So I shoot I pull up the gun and I go to shoot. Oh no. He likes Reg wants you to walk with the bullets in the chamber or in the magazine. He doesn't want one chambered because
3: That's he, how a lot of the guys which watch. I actually yeah. liked
0: better because I fell a lot. And like he's like, dude I've had guys shoot their guns off behind me falling. So I had to put one in. So I pull it back, push it in go to now I'm thinking in my head I'm like I wonder if it did it again. So I open it up just to check. Sure enough, did it again. So I finger one in, get it up, shoot it, pull it back again. I'm fingering another one in trying to get it to go cuz it does it again. And I'm like son of a bitch, like trying to get it in. I got the camera on my chest, so I have footage of all of
3: this. That's going to be exciting. You're fucking Steve. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <laughs> I said I said at one point I said this fucking gun. And uh so I Is pull it your up. Gun? Yeah, yeah, Steve's my gun. Yeah. So I pull up, and he's broadside, but I'm, I'm in such a rush because I don't... Dude, you could see a moose for 10 seconds, and it will disappear. I don't know how they disappear. They just disappear. It's like they fall in holes. So I'm like, he's going to disappear. I got to shoot. Boom, shoot him again. He runs up over the hill. I'm like, did I hit him? Reg is like, I don't know. Let's go look. So we get up there in this thick shit that he was in, and there's fucking blood everywhere. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. Blood, great. Literally 10 minutes before that, I asked Reg... Do you track moose often? Is that like a thing, tracking blood? And he's like not really. He's like they usually die like where you can see them. I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> well,
3: this one didn't. Well, Leave it this, up to him. this 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 person <laughs> that you're hunting, water. this
0: person that you're hunting with nothing goes as planned. So, Sure enough, we start tracking this blood, and, dude, we're like a couple hundred yards into it already.
2: Does he let you chamber one while you're tracking this fucking thing? I had one chamber. He
0: didn't say not to, but I did because I was worried it was going to jump up and fucking attack us. So, So we start tracking blood. We got good blood, and we're going up. It's going up the side of this fucking mountain. So here we go. We get into this big, there's this big bog and we get to the edge of it and there's no more blood anywhere. And the blood was all kind of up high. So I'm like, fuck, there's nothing high in this bog to, for blood to be on. So I'm looking around and he just goes straight across the bog and he's like, hey, I go over there. He's like, I got blood again. So we pick up the blood, but now it's getting thin, it's thinning out, but we're finding it. And I'm finding like pinpricks <clears throat> of blood. And now in Newfoundland, there's a lot of red things, little tiny red things. Red berries, little red leaves, little leaves with red on the edges, little pine needles that have red on them, red everywhere. So I'm fucking touching everything to see if it smears blood on my fingers. Well, he's like, hey, listen, I think that bull's alive and you're not going to find him. I think he's fine. And dude, I'm literally like, don't say that to me. Like I'm I'm not kidding you, I got sick. You don't say that. Like my stomach, I felt like I was going to throw up. I was like I'm going to puke, I'm going to throw up right now. Like no no way. No way did I do all of this and come this far and f- go through this much suck and now I'm going to fucking wound a moose and not find him? No. No. Like it's not no. I'm not I'm I'm looking for more blood. We have no more blood. So I start going up and I find a pinprick of blood and then I find another pinprick of blood. And he's following me, but you could tell he's like, we're like done.
2: irritated. Like,
3: yeah.
0: yeah, I don't think he was irritated, but he was done. Yeah. Like he was he like, might, he might have to
3: put you down. I'm yeah. Like, he's
0: no. like, we're not finding this moose. <laughs> like how far are we going to go? Cause now we're in some, thick. most of the time we're following at least something of a trail. There's, we're not in a trail anymore. We're in like miserable, thick, nasty shit. And I'm like, I find blood. I'm like blood, 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 blood everywhere. Blood again. I'm like, Reg, he looks, he goes, yep. Let's go. Now he's confident again. I'm like, all right, cool. So we'll go another couple hundred yards. Blood everywhere.
3: A couple hundred yards up and down, shit. Or yeah. Oh yeah. Up and zig, the zigzag. Flies, oh no,
0: or, we're still yeah. going up and down. Like it's still, we're still on a gradual incline. So, we're what? I don't know why I turned out. I had my camera on and I said, I said we're gonna. F- it's on. I said we're gonna. F- he's gonna be over this next ridge, reg. And I shut my GoPro off. I don't know why. Because Reg was in front of me and he got to the top of the ridge and he turned around with a smile on his face and he put his hand out. And I was like, Don't fuck with me, Reg. <laughs> and I got to the I, I got up and I and it, it's sitting 20 yards from us, sitting there, looking at us. Still alive.
1: Why is Reg shaking your yeah. hand? Blood, well, because
0: because he knew it wasn't gonna go anywhere. It was like, it was done. It was just, it was literally it's sitting there, there's blood all around it. And he's just, it's just looking at us like, fucking please kill me. And so I'm like, I dropped the GoPro on the ground, which is pointing up at me. You can see my legs and, I, and you can hear us. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know where to shoot it. It's legs blocking its vitals. What, what should I do? He's like shooting the neck. And I'm like, it's broadside. So I'm like, where in the neck? It's well, a big neck. I'm, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I literally said, I go, it's a big neck. We're, we're in the neck. The middle of the neck, the top of the neck, the lower of the neck. He's
3: like, the neck, my so he's So
0: he goes, he's like right over here. He goes, let me walk around you and see what, if you got a good shot. And as he says that, I go, boom, and it drops. And you hear him laugh. He goes, ha yeah, well, I guess you got a good shot. <laughs> and dude, I fucking, you got to watch the footage. I immediately, like. <coughs> I was damn near running up this mountain fo- find, like following the blood. Like, we weren't leisurely walking and finding blood like you're trailing a deer. I'm like, we're climbing over pine trees and under logs and shit. Quickly going up the side of this, this hill uh, to find this bull. And so, like, I'm extremely out of breath at this point. I'm drenched in sweat. And I just started hyperventilating and I fucking started crying. like i started crying and like yeah footage of it and i know for a fact he was crying too because his face was beet red and he's never the whole time he's i never saw his face get red like no matter what we were doing he never got a red face so dude i'm telling you (laughs) we we both we both laughing at you (laughs) we both hugged each other like we both like immediately like grabbed each other like it was like the joke of the week was, like, nothing was going right. Like, everything went wrong. It was insane. So, like, I think we were both, like, I don't think he thought ever we were ever going to get one. And then when I got it, he definitely said he didn't think we were going to find it. There was so much relief and there was so much emotion and, like, anger and, like, happiness <laughs> and, like, excitement. And I just couldn't stop crying. I literally started crying. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then he was like, I got to go find my pack. So he left. I started crying again. And I'm, like, looking at this moose. Now I'm afraid to go touch it. <laughs> so I, I walk up to it Let's and I say. poked it. No, with your gun. I poked it like five times with a gun.
3: Your dad teach you that when you were a kid to poke yeah, a deer in fuck the it. eye? Yeah. Just we just poke it. I don't do that anymore. Not the eye, but just the body. Oh, I'd always poke it in the eye. With my so
0: head. I sat down and fucking had my had a moment with it. I was dude. I was like, it it was so, it was weird, dude. I'm telling you, like I'm telling you, something different. It was something different. Like hiking out here sucks. Like, not to take away from that kind of stuff because it's hard. But the amount of time that you spent in your brain while being miserable, like out here, you spend a lot of time in your head, right? You're in a tree stand. You're thinking about all the things you could think about all day. But you're comfortable somewhat and you're not out of breath and you're. Steve's not comfortable because he's in a salad. Oh, well, it's a lot. We're... It's a lot.
2: It's. I think it's different, though, because you're thinking about a a long movement that might not pay off. Yeah. I'm thinking about, like, setting up in this tree. It's like, but is this
0: the right tree? Right. And race. I have no idea how far are we going. Like, yeah. there's no end point. I don't know where we're going to stop. I don't know when we're going to stop. Whenever Reg would take... Uh, one of his back strap straps off i'd be like oh my god thank god we're going to take a break <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> not to mention this is a few hundred dollar trip versus 10,000 10,000 $10, yeah. yeah yeah
0: so uh, so the whole time like the amount of things that i had to, that i got deep into my fucking brain about like about so, like it was weird like i swear to god i came out of this hunt with a different perspective on things i know it sounds fucking Kind of weird, but I literally was thinking, because the whole time I could have sat there and said, nothing goes right for me when I hunt. Nothing ever goes right for me when I hunt. And I think that way often when I do go on hunts, because I feel like a lot of times I usually ride the struggle bus before anything good ever happens. Like, I've never once had a hunt where it ended early. I've never once had a, a season that hunted or ended early. I've never had a hunt where, yo, yeah, I just walked out there and sat in this random tree and I shot a booner. Like nothing easy has ever happened during my hunting experiences. And here I am on this hunt. That's supposed to be, you're paying $10,000 to go kill a trophy moose. First of all, I killed a six point bull, which is not a trophy It's a trophy to me. I'm fucking ecstatic about that moose, but it's not what people go there for. You can go kill a six-point pretty much anywhere for way less money. So, and again, I'm riding the struggle bus this whole week, and I, I literally... Like day two, I was getting down on myself like to the point where I'm like, dude, you are not good at this. You should stop doing this shit. You're on a hunt that costs you 10000 or Not you, but cost costs somebody $10,000, and here you are riding the struggle bus because this is your luck. This is how hunts go. And then... I don't know what happened, but like day four, while we were hiking, something switched in my brain. And I was like, you got to figure out how to change your fucking mindset on stuff in general, all around life in general, like period, not just hunting. And I was like, what about this is good? Nothing. Our luggage got lost. Our rifles got lost. We miss a day of hunting. My dad can't, can't even be next to me when I killed it, you know, blah, 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 all of these things. And then I was like, okay, I started breaking every single thing down. And I fucking literally was able to find something good out of everything. Like, for example, one of the things that, to me, on the surface, looks like bad luck, they put us at the hardest camp to hunt. They knew we were there with a person, because we told them when we booked it, my dad had a bad knee. Then he has a heart attack. That's even, not even part of the equation yet, but why are we in the hardest camp? Why the fuck did we end up, out of all the camps that you can go to, there's seven of them, you put us at this one that my dad can't even traverse the terrain. Well, Sharon Valley Camp so happens to be that week, the the only camp that has two guides at it. Because all the other camps probably have either somebody's wife, girlfriend, or some old lady who cooks for the the outfitter. Mm -hmm. They don't have guide licenses. My dad would have not even been able to hunt. He would have probably had to sit in the cabin. Or we would have hunted close, and nobody would have gotten a moose. That to me was that like, there's a reason why we got put there because all of the things that happened beforehand, my dad having a heart attack already happened and were uncontrollable, but what else can happen? It's good. Okay. Somehow these guys are going to end up with this and they're going to have two guides. Like that was a good thing that I wasn't thinking about. And I was able to like figure out all these things and I fucking shifted my perspective. And I don't know if it was like the misery of like the fun I was having. Cause like, you know, the two types of fun. This was miserable fun. Embrace the sun. Like I was having such a miserable fun time, I was able to like I tap. I, it was weird, dude. I fucking tapped into parts of my brain and like thinking of things that I'd never thought before, and I came out of it thinking differently.
2: I feel like you just you just found out what it feels like to be in the military. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like the, a, <laughs> it's The most amount of fun that you never want to have again. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm like, all right. Like, and then me and Reg, like me and Reg, became buddies. Like, Reg, just fucking, me and him are tight. We had some cool conversations with this, this fucking dude. He's an old guy. Like, felt like I had my grandpa with me, but my grandpa was like this bad dude. Your dude. grandpa just
2: outperformed <laughs> you in every way possible.
0: So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, so now I get this moose. We got the moose down. We gotta quarter it up. You quarter it up, debone it, and then bag it, and then you put it on a flat area that a helicopter can land, and you give the coordinates to the to the outfitter and they send a helicopter to get it like that night or the next day. And it's cold enough. It was fucking in thirties the whole time I was there. So even during the day, like in the sun. So he was, he went back to get his pack. And when he comes back, he's like, Hey dude, we got bad news. I'm like, Oh yeah, more bad news. No way. He goes, we're nowhere near anything that we can land a helicopter on. Normally there's something within like 30 yards. There's like usually a flat spot somewhere, not where we're at. Nothing big enough. And I, I, I was like, Reg, if you haven't learned by now, nothing about this hunt's gonna go easy until we leave. And he just starts laughing, he's like, Yeah, I noticed. So we gotta hike five bags of meat and the head and the antler, like I tracked it on my watch. We went a mile. Because we had to like take two bags a distance and then go back and get the other bags and bring those to them bags, go back get the other bags. That
3: head and antler has to wait. 40 pounds i would say
0: 40 pounds so i had the ha- had an antlers on my back and then we would carry we would drop everything go back and get two more bags go back and then just keep moving them and it was a mile at the end of it a little over a mile until we got to that bog where we lost blood and it was big bogs so they can they can land in a bog which is kind of surprising because i can't walk in a bog but a helicopter can land in it <laughs> explain that i don't know how that works but it works so we leave the bags, and you're supposed to leave the antlers with the head, the meat and everything. And I'm like, listen, dude, my dad has to hold these antlers. He's like, yeah, well, when you get them back from the tax room. I said, that could be a year from now, I was told. My dad needs to hold them tonight. I'm carrying these back. I said, is it going to cause a problem if we separate the meat and the antlers? He's like, nah, not really. I don't blame you. He's like, if you want to carry it back, I, I don't blame you. He's like, but you know what's two and a half hours about? I'm like, I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, do you really want to do this? Are you gonna get halfway there and be like, I can't carry this anymore? It wasn't that important. Dad. I'm like, oh, you <laughs> know what? What
3: if you get there and your dad's like, oh, cool, dude, dude <laughs> That's I, it? I,
0: so I hike this thing back and Reg pulls something in his leg halfway back and like can't walk now. He's like limping. I'm like Jesus. So we get to the top of the last hill. And I had wrote a song, jokingly, about, I told him I was going to write a song because he wanted us to sing a song when we walked through this one part just so that we could kick anything out. And I said, well, I'll write a song. So I had wrote a song making jokes about the hills and the mountains. So I made Reg. I'm like, we got to finish the song, Reg. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, they thought the song was hilarious because I had a video of it. So we finished the song on the top of the last hill that we had glassed the first morning where we had originally seen this bowl. And, uh, and then like had this conversation about my dad and Reg was like, got real deep and was like, you need to get your dad to take it easy. And like, you, you know, he's got to be around for your kid. And I'm like, I'm telling you, dude, make me want to cry the whole fucking trip, dude. So we get down and Reg is like, you go first. It's dark. I walk in, and my dad's fucking sitting there. You know, he, you could tell he was on the way down. Did, he,
2: did your dad know prior to you guys showing up? They you know. Shot they have in? no
0: idea. We haven't even turned our radio on, so he turns the radio on at the top of the peak. Can you hear the shots? No, not? we're we're miles away. So I think we were th- like as a crow flies, like three miles away. So he the he turns the radio on and he, I go. I was like, don't tell him. He's like, well, I'm not gonna tell him. So Dan, he's like you can hear him keying the mic up and you hear him yell. He goes, Reg, I'm going to call search and rescue. So Reg is like, oh, we got to talk to him. So he picks it up and he's like, yeah, what's, what's up, man? He's like, he's like, well, you get, you get, get your, get you his moose. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's like, it's bad, bad day. He didn't say no, which is funny. He skated around it. I could tell he did not want to tell a lie. Yeah.
3: That's, a rough day, man. That
0: tells you what kind of person this guy is. He says, bad luck day. And, uh, he goes... Uh, Dean goes, Oh, yeah, all right. Well, I don't believe you, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we... So, whatever. So we keep walking. Mike, he's up. He's like, Hey, Reg, uh, you want me to put on the chicken? Because he was, like, thinking, if Mo- they have moose yeah. meat, well, I don't need to cook. Right. So Reg is like, Yeah, go ahead. Throw the chicken on. So he's like, All right. So... We we get through the get to the door. The door, I open the door up, and my dad's like kind of walking around, like moping. He's got his head down. I walk through, and he goes. He looks up. He goes, "Oh, you fuck (laughs) stick!" I got my camera on. I'm like, "God damn it! I knew you were gonna say some shit like that." He's like, "What the fuck?" And you hear Dion in the background. He goes, "I figured it. I figured it. I figured it." Never the he never put the chicken He never put the chicken No, out. he did. Oh. So then he was like,
3: God damn it, I cooked all this chicken.
0: <laughs> well,
3: It's like Tyson chicken dinner. It was really late though.
0: So like in, according to Reg, you have to cook moose for three hours, no matter what. Three hours. You need three hours. Well, we didn't have three hours if we wanted to stay up till midnight. So we did bring back an inner loin because they, they asked me the first day. Reg is like, hey, I really like to eat the inner loins like the day we shoot a moose. If yeah. you're cool with it. Go for it. And I'm like, dude, Listen, my me and my whole family, like, that's our thing. When we kill a deer, we eat, like, the our girls know, like, we're eating and loins for dinner tonight.
3: We never cut the loins out of the dough today.
0: I know, I've mentioned it three times to you. I
3: thought you would do it.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't know if you wanted me to. So, we had the loins, so whatever, so we, you know, whatever. And then uh, he's like, well, I'll get up early in the morning and cook it for you guys so you can have it for breakfast before you fly out. We're like, all right, cool. So that's what we did. We ate it in the morning and it was fucking amazing, dude. It was so good. And all he did was like chop it up into pieces and then cooked it in some water with butter and onions. Like basically boiled it and it like made its own gravy and it like, it he cooked it for about two hours. Aww. A little more than two hours. <laughs> I'm telling you, John.
4: <laughs>
0: John, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's <laughs> probably not like, he said, do not, he said, do not try to cook it like a white tail's zinnerloin. He goes, the last guys that came here did that and they threw it in the garbage. He said, You will be chewing it till Christmas.
2: Sure. Yeah. So you make it like a roast.
0: You would roast it. But yeah. we didn't have the capabilities of like slow cooking it. Like there yeah. was no crock yeah. pot or anything. So he slow Probably cooked it. Probably
2: minimal seasonings too. He
0: slow cooked it in what he had. And it, I'm telling you, it was fucking phenomenal. It tasted amazing. I couldn't believe that it tasted that good based on how he cooked it.
2: Did it taste good or was it because of your success? No, was, i
0: I think it. I think it really. I think it your really tasted good. Think it was good too. Yeah, he liked it too, and I think he's probably a lot more picky than I am. Um, yeah, it was good. So then, to add to the things that happened that weren't supposed to happen, they tell us you have until eleven. They will not be here till eleven, and they probably won't be here till like two. And we're like, okay, so we'll just hang out, and they're like, yep, just chill, and hang out. So we clean up all our stuff, pack up all our stuff. It's like 9.30. We hear a fucking helicopter. Dion's at the table where he sat the whole week. What's that show, MASH? Yeah. Dude, it was just, it, like that was it. He's like, I hear a chopper.
3: <laughs> I keep picturing the guy from uh, Escanaba in the moon. Dude, so do I. So I, I You're yeah. <laughs> so, kinda like that. So so
0: I'm like, what the fuck? So the, so the helicopter comes, the pilot's like, we gotta go right now. Let's go. We gotta get our stuff. I'm like, dude, can we take a picture with the guides? Like we haven't even taken a picture yet, because we were gonna go out and take pictures on the helipad because it overlooks like this beautiful valley with waterfalls and shit. Now there's a helicopter on it. He's like, "Yep, do it quick." And we're like, "What the fuck?" So they're throwing stuff on, throwing stuff off, cause he brings in supplies. So I'm like, "Dude, what?" Like, okay, so we get on the helicopter, and he's like, "He's like, sorry guys, he's like, we, I got, I'm behind schedule, and we got like all these hunters I gotta pick up." He goes, "We gotta go pick up your meat. It's not something that we ever do, but we gotta go get your meat right now." I could have left them fucking antlers there. And my dad would have been able to hold him because we had to fly to get my oh, meat. Oh, so
2: you went out to the,
0: the kill site? To, yeah, <laughs> or which you,
2: was cool yeah, my... but
3: you had to spend the night with the animals. Then my
0: dad got you know? to see my dad got to see where I killed the moose too, and where where the meat was and everything, and how far we went. He was like, my dad's like, you were way over here, because he was like coming around. He's like, where is it? Do you, do you know where it is? Can you point it out? I'm like, I looked. I'm like, bro, everything looks the same. He's like, all right, I'll just use the GPS. And he like hits a button, and the helicopter just like skirts sideways. And I'm like, yep, there it is. (laughs) Uh, And he lands it in the bog that I couldn't walk through without sinking. You were in the bathroom when I covered that. Yeah, no, I heard. Helicopters can land in bogs, but you can't walk through them without going up to your waist in mud. Don't know how that works. But So we pick it up. I mean, just wait. wait. We pick it up. We fly it out. They're buoyant. Oh, helicopters yeah. I, I, I fully understand how they're able to land. It just definitely seems weird when I Because they have big feet and Yeah, you they don't. Yeah, they fucking displace the weight. But it just still seems weird when you've walked through it for a week and you couldn't stand on the top of it, and now there's giant things on it. Um, So we, whatever, we board the helicopter and fly back, and they put your meat in a big cooler. and I'll get it in a month, uh, the antlers. They said a year for a year i Don't Don't know why, but. Uh, that's about right. Yeah, i <laughs> get lost in it in yeah. Montreal. So, so wait, they have the antlers or? Yeah, the taxidermist has them. They have like a guy that they use. We saw caribou. We saw bears. The cabin that we were in got a got a like, black bear. Yeah, they when Reg got there the first week, he said that there would there had been a bear in the cabin, like busted the door down. He had to fix the door. Like everything in the cabin was destroyed, so he had to fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> like these guys all like are kind of like firemen. Like the only he's like the only reason why these cabins are all still here is because we all can fix shit. And he's like we basically take they cut the wood, they you know they do everything. Yeah, they're there for fuck. He said sometimes depends on the season. He could be there for twelve weeks.
3: That's what I want to do. Duh. So yeah.
0: he said he was only there for six. We were we were leaving. There was another group of hunters, and then he was going home, and that was it. Uh, he had one more week.
3: Hmm. The next group of hunters shot a big one, you said, right? Yeah,
0: they shot a huge one. In fact, I got Reg <laughs> on Facebook, and uh, I was like, hey, how'd you do the next week? Oh. And he uh, he he said they shot a, a big 20 point, I think. I, uh, 30. Don't, 30, point, 30. point? bowl.
3: I want. <laughs> you don't have any?
0: No, I do. Oh, okay, let's um,
3: do What a story. Dude, it was Crazy a... Crazy fucking hunt. I can't
0: wait to, like... Get the footage edited and whatever. I don't know what it's you all know, gonna look like, like but like I just want people to see what it looks like and how hard it was and how thick everything was and like
1: Just to prove that Reg wasn't crying.
0: Yeah. I want <laughs> I want people to see that Reg <laughs> cried.
1: What's the other guy's name? Dion. I want to Dude, see it I can't oh, see Deon. Like I've I've only ever guided like kids on random deer they hunts and stuff. But like water. when you take somebody out and like you don't think you're gonna kill anything, and then you kill something and they're super excited and you can see how pumped they are and then to like times it by 10,000 for a moose hunt. <laughs> yeah, got to be a, it's got to be a cool feeling for that guy.
3: I think it's every bit as rewarding as hunting.
1: That guy had to be pretty pumped up. Yeah, well, you feeling. could tell
0: he really wanted, like we had a conversation about like clients and he was talking about like different types of clients cuz I asked him I'm like, "Hey, I'm like, when You're we, like was that good? When we uh <laughs> when, when we When uh, I get a 5 star? Was it good for you?" I was like, "When we, you know, quarter of the that's moose right. up, I'm like, I wanna I don't I wanna be a, a part of it. He's like, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. He's like, you can do whatever you want. He's like, I go, Thanks. I go, do people typically do this? Or do, like, well how does this work? And he's like, he goes, some clients are like you and want to do it, and then other ones will take a nap while I do it. I'm oh like, are you serious? You he miss? goes, oh yeah, I've had plenty of clients lay down in the bush and take eat their sandwich and take a nap. I'm like, no way dude. You don't
1: even want to watch it? Dude, uh. that's the I would I would hate yeah. that person.
0: Yeah, and he said he's torn because he's got guys that like come there, you can tell they have a ton of money, and they don't care. So then he's like, how much effort am I supposed to put into this? This guy doesn't even really care. He goes, and then I have guys that saved up their whole life to come here. And now I'm like, fuck, I got to get this guy a moose. He saved up like 10 years to get this.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, so he, we talked about that. And he said that he's had clients run out of whiskey halfway through the week or booze. And call Mark, who's the owner, and have him fly in booze and tobacco. It's fifteen hundred bucks to have the fucking helicopter <laughs> fly anything to you. I'm gonna get that. Can you imagine? <laughs> or
1: just have it. enough. What if I'm out of Just negative. know you're. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't I you bring sin, enough? Yeah.
2: yeah. So like one flight for just zins and there. That's deer. so
1: much pressure on that guy to like, like think about when we took Ernie turkey hunting. This guy's talking about a ten thousand dollar moose. That's fucking... Ernie just had to drive four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hour. yeah. And, and the funny
0: thing is, is that you think he was like he was excited that I was as excited as I was.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Because I bet you yeah. there's
0: clients that would have been pissed off at what I shot. And well, would, have that like, would have been like
1: pissed off that they had to hunt as hard as you
0: did. Yeah, oh for sure. I asked him. I go, dude. I go, is it this hard to hunt moose? Where you hunt moose? Because he he moose hunts where he lives. And he he started laughing. He goes, fuck no. He goes, I wouldn't do this if it was this hard. He goes, or he goes. I wouldn't hunt moose if it was this hard. And I'm like, well, then why does everybody come here? Why would anybody come here? He goes, because this is where the giants live. He goes, you just didn't see one.
3: And you're like, well, I'll take my six point. Yeah. <laughs> well, and
0: like it's funny because I posted on, um, like, before the hunt, I had to buy a bunch of new stuff because I did not have the right gear. So I went on this first, light like, buy, sell, trade Facebook thing and like did a bunch of research, watched a bunch of YouTube videos, there's a bunch of people on there that ask questions, and like you can read the threads, and like, dude, I got so much information from them, and I bought all the right stuff, and, I, and that was one of the things throughout the whole week that I thought multiple times, was like, I'm so glad I bought good gear, so anyways, I posted a picture of my moose on the page, and I was like, hey, you know, I just wanted to say thanks to everybody on this page, I got all this knowledge, and I had the right gear, and I'm Thankful for that, and I was like, I hunted six hard days in Newfoundland, uh, but I got my moose. Everybody was like, "Yeah, you know, that's cool, man. That's badass. I've always wanted to go there." Blah blah. One guy goes, "That's," he goes, "You, you went to Newfoundland and hunted six days, and that's what you shot?"
1: <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. And I go, "Yeah,"
0: I said, "Yeah." He goes, "I'd ask for my money back." <laughs>
1: Where's your moose, bitch?
0: I was like, "Okay,"
1: I said. Well, I'm actually really happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a really good chance that fucking guy's never shot a moose. Never shot
0: a moose. Yeah, but
2: there's also a chance that he's got fucking booners.
1: Well, then he's got booner
0: money. Oh, dude, we, yeah, right. were, we were talking to one guy. We were talking Burn to this guy money. at base camp that was flying out to hunt. I felt bad for them. They were going to the camp that the other hunter that we met, they had to fly him to a different camp on the last day because there was nothing there.
1: Damn.
0: That's where these two people were going. I was like, where, Which one are you going?" To? He was like, "They said we're going to Jason Lake." And I'm like, "That awesome man!" I'm thinking, about, "I'm like, dude, I know this guy over here just had to get flown out of there because there was nothing there." He did kill a moose at the next one, but how did
2: how uh, how how often? <clears throat> well, like I don't know anything about moose moose habitat, but like how often do they like? Is it like whitetail where overnight they could just show up? I didn't see a pope tonight, but tomorrow morning. One could very well show up.
0: Yeah, yep. Well, they're in, like, they could be there. You just can't see them because you're looking, like, they have to be out in the bogs to see them. If they're in the tucks, like, you can't see them.
1: Like you said, you're post-rut, so it's not like you're calling anything in anymore. Right, right. and
0: he said all the big boys, most of them are going to sit down in that thick shit. They don't they're have dumb. any reason to get up.
1: Yeah, they got fucked already and they're moving they out. They don't care. They have no, no reason to to keep up. eating and get fat for wintertime.
0: <laughs> and, the, and the cool part about that area is, like, there's no other people hunting those moose. Like, Reg is the only person who's I'll hunted say, those moose for there's that.
1: There's no other people, period, obviously. They, they, if you're taking no,
0: nobody can get there. There's no There's no way to get there. It's illegal to ride an Argo there. We oh. did see a poacher, what, though. What is an
1: Argo? Oh, you did see a poacher? Yeah, I
0: forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. We saw a fucking hunter. I'm like, here's another. Add this to the list of things that <laughs> shouldn't happen that happened to me. I'm, I'm here, and we see a hunter. And it was funny, because Reg used to be a game warden. Uh, he got laid off. The province laid, out, laid off a bunch of people and he was one of them.
1: He had to be pissed.
0: So he was a game warden.
1: Reggie's like, I'll kill that he motherfucker. He, he said he
0: dropped every charge that he had. Like, he's like, I'll let made, you shoot him, him but all. I know you missed. The so he's like, I got laid off. I dropped everything. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, but he, he's like, he, we were glassing yeah, this guy. Yeah. He's like, I know that guy. He's like, I popped that guy twice for riding to Argo out here. Oh, shit. And there was a little tiny camp way off in the distance. He's like, they go to that camp every year. They shoot a moose and a caribou and then they go back home. I'm Wait, like, how so do they not they, get caught? If they're, they're out in the open. You can yeah, see I was them. Yeah,
2: going say there's a whole poacher camp going up. The uh,
0: the DNR they're sometimes they out. catch them, sometimes they don't. But they fly around and they'll hire a helicopter for the day. I guess they don't have their own. They don't. He, the way he said can, it, they hire. Canada a helicopter. fish
2: and game don't ha- doesn't. Have- I don't
0: know. He said they hire a helicopter for the day. They drive around and look for argo tracks. Sounds kind of cool. Um, oh, What, yeah, it, he, what is an
1: argo? It's like, like that six six wheeled wheeled uh, it's like a six-wheel green thing. It's
0: like if Jim Shockey drives one everywhere he goes. Yeah, does. you can go in the water with him.
3: It's like a zero
0: turn with six wheels. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. Yeah. But, speaking of Jim Shockey, the guy that was at camp, that was going to the shitty camp, it was like a young dude and this old guy looked like Sam Elliott. So I walked over and we were talking to him and I was like, is this your first time moose hunting? He's like, no, man, I've hunted a lot of moose. And I'm like, really? He's a guy who probably killed 20, 25 bulls. He's like... Uh, mostly in the Yukon, though. He's like, I've hunted the Aleutian Islands with Jim Shockey. He's like, I've hunted. I'm like, what? I'm like, you've hunted with Jim Shockey? He's like, yep. You're like, I
3: shot him like
0: a I said, what's he like? He goes, he's a dickhead. <laughs> he goes, you know what? He's one of those guys that makes people hold his gun. He said, uh. but when the camera comes on, he completely changes. And then he showed me pictures of the, bully sh- the last bully killed in the Yukon.
3: That's like the I think outcome. we should give dude, a disclaimer it that like we, s- we do not feel that way about Jim Shockey. Yeah, don't I don't. Know. I who knows? I I, <laughs> I feel like somebody yeah,
0: always knows. I don't
2: know Jim Shockey, so.
0: so I've never
1: heard bad things about Jim Shockey.
0: The dude, the moose that he killed in the Yukon was like the
1: Yukon's like the mecca for moose. It I mean, was unbelievable. Is, you can't kill the one
0: funny part was Shockey. he said he got to be friends with the uh, owner of the outfitter, and he said that he would bring him every couple of days. He would fly him in. They were in like a spike camp, spike camp, like a tent. Yeah. He said that this guy had a float plane and he would just fly over them and drop a case of supplies. He's like he dropped me whiskey and tobacco and whatever. So they're taking a picture of this moose and the fucking guy just happened to be coming by at that time. Dude, you can see the in the picture you see the the plane and you see the box of whiskey fucking dropping That's from cool. it. And he's holding the moose and it's behind him. He's like, "Yeah, check that out." And then you know you can do the live. It was one of those pictures so he does it and you see in the helicopter like, or the plane flies by and you see the thing dropping. That's cool. I'm like, that's a fucking cool picture, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it was, It was. then I asked the guy, the other guy that was with him, I'm like, hey, I'm like, you hunt with this guy a lot? He's like, yeah. Uh, he's, He's just a buddy of mine. I'm like, what does he do for a living? And he's like, oh, he owns a brick mason company. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. He's like, yeah, if he's not working his ass off, he's, going on some kind of hunt that costs a lot more money than anybody I know can afford.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah.
0: How do I get to that?
2: I want
1: to do that.
0: I don't know. Oh. He said, oh, he was telling us, he's like, yep, my wife's my travel agent. Stop. She books all my hunts. I don't, he goes, I don't have anything to do with them. She just tells me where I'm going and what I'm hunting. He goes, and sometimes she comes with me and sometimes she doesn't. I'm oh, like, shit. dude, that's sweet.
1: She was like, all right, I'm going to fuck the pool boy. You're going, hunting like, hey, yeah, you're going to hunt for a moose in two weeks. <laughs>
0: Also, I'm putting you somewhere that you might die. She's
1: like, yeah. She's like,
2: "Yeah, you drew a tag in New Mexico for." Just change elk. your
3: life insurance policy. You're going to
1: Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Hey, you're hunting cape buffalo today.
0: Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was neat. It was a cool experience learning learning some, about a different animal, like, then trying to teach myself, like, train my eyes to see him. But it was funny because you said third day when I was texting you. By the third day, I had him trained. I could. F- fucking see him yeah right away and then that's by the so fourth nuts, day man. i was picking him out and showing him he's like oh
2: you got it like, like that's why that's why that's, like thanks dad that's <laughs> thanks, why we're thanks, here pep pep. that's why we're here like currently in kentucky if you're keeping track but like we're we were just talking like we, the first day we went out nico and i went out we're like on edge it's like almost your bow is in your hand at all point at all times, because you can just—it could happen at any moment. It's that anticipation it's like, of the unknown. That this is like, right now. Any minute it could happen. This dude could, this big boot fucking buck, can walk right out of here. But is it because I'm just looking at like different stuff? Yeah, right. Like, is it, this is—I know that this isn't Michigan. Right. I spent the first two years in Missouri, and didn't see one single animal. The coolest thing I saw, or no, I did the second year I saw, or no, the fir- I'm sorry, the first year I saw one doe and a water hole, but I hunted my ass off and was so happy. If I could do that in Michigan, I'm like, fuck this, I'm, I'm done. I know,
0: and I was thinking about that today, I was like, I wonder, this place for all we know could be just like some shitty public land in Michigan, yeah. yep. and we have no idea.
1: Yeah, that's what makes it fun though. All like I saw, for
2: down. the biggest buck I saw was a fucking four point. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, "But the bigger one's behind him." It's behind him. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's there. That's how I felt the whole time in the moose hunt. I would, I still had that feeling, even though I was like down and being like, "This is fucking miserable and this sucks."
3: Mindset. Because it so
0: it sucked yeah. a little bit more than normal hunts, and yeah. and that and it put me into that mindset of like, I started thinking about all of the other struggle buses I've rode on hunting trips. Like, the time I went turkey hunting and fucking everybody killed a turkey but me. And I sat there and tried to kill one turkey the whole time. And it was 30 yards away from me, but I couldn't kill it. Uh, Fucking three years in Missouri, nothing. You know, then the last trip, the last day, I got one. And I didn't see a single deer that trip. So that was, like, it's mindset. And it is tough to keep your mind in a set of, like... By the end of the week, when you haven't seen a single deer one, and everybody else one is one
1: second changes everything. Everything,
0: and you have to keep telling yeah, yourself at that. Any second it can change. You have to keep telling yourself it's
1: the, that. It, hunting is the most from zero to a hundred yep. thing you can do that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, and the cool thing too about like what you were doing, like compared to that guy who's killed twenty five bulls, he's not killing a little bull. Like, no, you know, but like just kind of like here, like. I didn't The buck that I was going to shoot today, I wouldn't have picked my bow up for in Michigan. No. But because I'm here and it's for the experience, yep. you're willing to <clears throat> shoot whatever. And I wouldn't I wouldn't. It's so much more. It just brings the fun back into it.
0: They asked us the first day. They're like, what do you want? What are you expecting? And I was like,
1: dude, I'll kill you. Fucking moose. <laughs> I said, they, they showed me a picture Something of one. horns on it. <laughs> I don't they care.
0: showed me a picture, of a small one, and they're like, would you shoot that? I'm like, not on the first day. But I will shoot that on the last day, 100%. And guess what? Yeah, that's what I did.
1: <laughs> that's fucking sweet.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I got footage of him getting into a doe or a doe, a cow or trying to, at least.
1: Like inside her,
0: he was licking her booty.
1: Hell yeah, it is. But she wasn't oh, yeah. it. She oh. Was,
3: oh. The
0: weird part is, is that Reg said that that could be his sister or his mom. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, and that's why she's not having it. I'm like, that's weird. He goes, Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bulls are nasty. Uh, they're a cool animal. They're really soft. They're fucking huge, dude. dude. they're fuzzy. You could have crawled up in that thing. Like her face felt like my lab. You have you seen bad? the
2: Revenant? Yeah.
3: I was petting it, Doesn't and it I was like... Oh, what
2: would
0: you say?
3: Did it, oh, like, it blink horse? at you when huh? you when when walked up on it? Was it like...
2: He jumped off a mountain oh, right. with the horse and then climbed in. In the, the Revenant? Yeah. Is, Is that the where, Revenant?
0: That's where he... Fights the bear. Yeah, but yeah. he did that right, the red
2: Catholic, he fights, fight, and the rabbit gets chased away, and he jumps off the jumps cliff out, off and the and then, horse
1: he stole, and then he jumps off jumps off the cliff with the horse. Yeah. Dude, I kept the thinking the
0: whole time I was there, I'm like, man, it would be easy. It would be lo- really nice to have a horse right now, so <laughs> it could it lo- really nice right snap <laughs> yeah, its Yeah, it was, you that's you why I brought I brought it, in it in up to the I go, man, it would be cool to have horses. He goes, I don't think so, man. It'd probably break its leg in the first hour. I don't think a horse can walk. Then he goes, he goes, now if you could train a moose. <laughs> he goes, that would be cool. He goes,
1: if you could train a moose to hunt moose, that would be neat. Have you seen like old, old pictures of people that used to ride moose? No, that what? was like, the thing. People had like moose farms, and yeah, they fucking you know if you raised it. Don't tell Reg, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I feel like that's got to be. More I than feel like I'm missing.
0: There's like things that I wanted to talk about that I keep forgetting.
3: I told you to write a bunch of stuff. Down.
0: I tried to, but
2: well. But then, right. you, but, It'll come but then you drink tequila and high uh, seed. <laughs> Put it or, in the fucking uh, emergency. <laughs> emergency.
1: emergency. Put it in the episode. This
0: is the third time I've tried to upload this other podcast and it just keeps failing. What are you doing Scratching my Alright, now mm. yeah. All right, no, I'm done. done. It's almost yeah, bath it's time tired. for bed. I'm okay. so tired. <laughs> bye bye. Steve's going to go take a jacuzzi bath. I'm well, scared.
2: congratulations to Scott. And again, oh, fuck yeah. hopefully uh, this is taking place in Kentucky in our mobile podcast studio. Hopefully
0: there's a video of the, all that hunt uh, soon. I'm
1: going to kill most of
2: them. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to bet that there will be some video up I'm very gonna kill, soon. I'm going to you know, kill a You've already on. seen the teaser. Yeah. Um, tune in the for our next one would be our day
0: three. Are we uploading this th- or now or are we going to wait till the end of the no, week? We're going to wait till the
2: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Job, Steve, thanks. Steve's ready to go to bed. Anyway, <laughs> we're doing a bunch of podcasts down here, so they might get mixed up as to when they're released. So keep in touch and thanks for the uh, subscribe. Also, like and share. You yeah, sound really confused also, right now. <laughs> like yeah, and share. If you hit that like button, you subscribe. That really does help us a lot more than you know. Be our friends. Yeah. And uh, uh. thank you for everything. See you later. Uh.